You are listening to No PC Allowed, a.k.a. No Political Correctness Allowed. And I am Mac Iverson. What cracks me up is when the green crowd tells us that 97% of scientists agree that global warming is caused by man and fossil fuels. And you can't get 97% of people to agree on anything, so it must be true. So yeah, let's all jump on the bandwagon fallacy here. That's ludicrous. But what's far worse than that is the uneducated assumption that even a tiny fraction of warming, if even that exists, which I doubt, is somehow disastrous to planet Earth in the long run. Getting back to the 97% of scientists agree, those numbers have been doctored and we all know it, but let's say it's true. If everyone's lined up at the money trough to get their share of the goods, and worse yet, if many of these experts are going to go along to get along because they fear for their chosen livelihoods because of the not-too-subtle fascistic deep state mafia element that has infected the natural sciences, then yeah, I'd say you can probably get 97% consensus on anything no matter what the question is. And that's sad, because it screams that only 3% of so-called experts in the natural sciences have any integrity at all. There's room for disagreement, of course, but that should scare the baby Ruth out of you. Again, that's assuming that their 97% claim is true. Assuming. There are other obvious falsehoods out there. Earth fuels, like coal, oil, and natural gas, are usually called fossil fuels, and that they came from dinosaurs. This is silly because dinosaurs could never be that plentiful. We obviously don't all know the full story on this, but in all likelihood, earth fuels came mostly from inorganic materials, not dinosaurs or even plants. So why does the deep state mafia insist on calling these earth fuels fossil fuels? Obviously, they're trying to subliminally message us that if they came from fossils, then these fuels are extremely scarce in supply, and we must therefore find alternative clean sources as soon as possible before we run out entirely. So if this whole alternative energy obsession is a scam, as I claim, then why are they insisting that any alternative be clean energy? Isn't clean a good thing? Well, of course, but at what cost? The question is always at what cost. What energy alternatives are there? Let's look at wind and solar. They only work when the sun shines and the wind blows. Blackouts will be far more common. Therefore, both need nearly 100% reliable battery backup, mostly from natural gas. That's where it currently comes from. Now, this is a huge problem because battery technology is so limited and looks to be for quite some time to come. Therefore, only about 3% of the world's energy is made up of wind and solar. This is after 20 years and billions and billions of dollars in taxpayer-funded subsidies. So this simply won't work. And to toss more gasoline onto the fire, solar panels, wind turbines, and batteries are all built from non-renewable materials, and we'll need millions of these wind and solar farms to be built in the very near future and with massive site pollution because these are all very visible and very ugly. They're a glaring blight on any landscape. Nobody wants ugly wind turbines near them. 
and not to mention the eventual discarding of them because they're as big as skyscrapers. So where are all the woke environmentalists on any of this? They don't care because they're all idiots. With solar, all kinds of supply chain issues can go wrong, mess with one mineral shortage, and that's upsetting potentially to all solar energy production. But demand is not going away ever, especially with a growing global population. The deep state mafia wants these shortages. And with constant reckless spending, they want runaway inflation. This is and will continue to be intentional because shortages leads to mass rationing, which is the ultimate goal of China and the globalists. They even romanticize it, calling it sustainability, which means less reliable energy, which means less mobility, which means less choice, which means less freedom. Sustainability is PC code for rationing. All despotic societies use rationing and shortages to control their citizens through fear. Climate hysteria is entirely contrived. There's no sound justification for it except to enrich billionaires and China and to terrify the paranoid who fear we will all melt or drown from climate change. The so-called Democratic Republic of Congo has few or no rights for the workers. With rare earth minerals like cobalt, corporations are trying to extract it dirt cheap there. I thought all these woke corporations were so compassionate. The, 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 that's what they told us. China uses slave labor to mine and process polysilicon, instrumental in solar power. So the left despises true freedom. The Davos demons despise free enterprise because they can't use people if they're strong and independent. And China despises freedom, of course. Therefore, solar is an integral part of destroying America and all we stand for eventually. Cheaply made Chinese solar panels can break down in as little as five years, and many contain highly toxic chemicals. And this toxicity never decays. Even the most efficient wind and solar farms only work optimally 30% of the time. By contrast, what's good about the earth fuels? Oil, for example. Well, number one, in spite of propaganda to the contrary, it is in great supply, especially here in the United States and offshore, where it can safely be drilled onshore. Onshore. Number two, it's cheap. Number three, a small amount of oil creates a lot of energy. Number four, it's reliable with very predictable outcomes. We don't have to invent a new technology for mass consumption like wind and solar. Number five, oil energy provides a lot of stable jobs. Not some flash-in-the-pan, here-today-gone-tomorrow jobs if solar and wind fails expectations, which is almost guaranteed eventually. Number six, oil is stable. It's the bedrock of farming, industry, commerce, and the military. For the sake of our economy, we shouldn't monkey around with it. Number seven, oil is a commodity and therefore a consistent investment vehicle. Most of the same points can be made for coal. Some major benefits of natural gas is domestic availability. There's an established distribution network, low cost, and low emissions. There is a lot of talk of green scams, but the big boys are never the scammers, it seems. It's always the small players who get most of the negative publicity and get busted. Why? Because the big boys can afford to do the old CYA 
and they love hearing about the small scams because it automatically drives more traffic to their large scams where the real money is made. All the billionaire-funded green crap is perfectly safe, or so the big scammers tell us, because they control the flow of information to the simple-minded. 80% of the world uses earth fuels. We need to stop calling them fossil fuels. That's a misnomer. So it's earth fuels, coal, oil, and natural gas. Again, 80% of the world uses these three because they're affordable and useful. Unlike all the green garbage like solar and wind, which is not affordable and not useful. Earth fuels also helps our personal environmental space. What I mean by that is where we happen to be in the office, the home, our cars, also to protect us from extreme heat, cold, and drought. Earth fuels have dropped drought-related deaths by 99% over the past 100 years. Note, too, that this greatly affects the survival and quality of life of Africans, the ones that Bill Gates and that sort love to pontificate over but do little to actually help. All disaster deaths over the past 100 years are way down because of the earth fuels. But many on the bought-off left don't care about human life so much. They think there are far too many people on earth now. Why do they think this? Because their billionaire sugar daddy slave masters think this. And they want to make sure their demon cat Democrat pets from hell share their same views on everything. We've had 50 years of environmental disaster pearl clutching from the bought off drive by media saying it's too cold, no, it's too hot, it's too wet, no, it's too dry. There's too many rainbows, there's not enough rainbows, blah, 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 blah. I'm going to have to do a podcast soon on the planned inferiority of America's government union schools because we've grown to be so bloody stupid, gullible, believing whatever the billionaires tell us. It's the only explanation for some 99% of what ails us. Stupid people suffer the most. Stupid people always suffer the most. America, this low-IQ, leftist bullcrap has to end, or we won't survive, period. If we don't master our physical environments through earth fuels, we are playing Russian roulette. Eight billion souls are now teetering on the edge of extinction through thousands of pressure points brought to us by Satan's useful idiots. And I call these billionaires the Davos Demons, because I believe many of them to be possessed. George the Gangsta Soros is a no-brainer. He's easy to figure out. He's donated, or more accurately, purchased influence, some $32 billion worth, to become the principal Antichrist figure in the world today. He's not the Antichrist, probably, but a major representative of that unholy philosophy. And his, quote, no-impact unquote, environmental philosophy is evil because humanity has to work very hard to have maximum impact on the environment to protect the world's population from a multitude of harms. No impact means the deep state is committed to removing all those proven good fuels that have built us to our present state. Now they say we're too successful, but they never offer any credible proof. What does that even mean? Do you feel too successful? 
I think it means that they're successful enough, and so now free enterprise has to come to a grinding halt because one of them may have three private jets, five yachts, and 20 vacation homes. But they don't want to be too greedy, so let's just cancel capitalism for everybody else and call it a day. They have sold us the idea that nature is delicate. It is, in fact, mostly wild potential, ripe for the picking. This does not mean, obviously, that we abuse it. But yes, I like the old-fashioned idea of using the earth to help people. I believe what's in the Bible. Genesis one twenty-eight. And God blessed them, and God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply, and fill the earth, and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the birds of the heavens, and over every living thing that moves on earth. So we're supposed to have impact on nature. Unimpacted nature equals misery for humanity because we're not using it. It's God's gift, and we rudely push it away. A very bad idea. The assumption for the gullible, greenwashed masses is that the environment is for us. Everyone wants clean water and air and so on. But the actual policies they are persuaded to vote for are vociferously anti-Earth fuels because they work extremely well and they are relatively inexpensive. The global deep state mafia hates this because they are cashing in from two sources. Number one, their money comes from hardworking taxpayers from lobbyist corporate shakedowns, thanks to bought-off politicians. And number two, their money comes from influence bribes from China's massive coffers. This dirty money leads to billions of dollars, even trillions, in due time. The lobbyists come in many forms. Greedy players who want to corner the market in an infant industry and want special tax breaks and subsidies to make them wealthy beyond belief. Then there are the so-called philanthropists like George the Gangsta, Soros, whose pockets are so deep that he can afford to buy off influencers globally. This kind of corruption appears good on the surface because it's his money, but it's gangsterism because it forces opposing viewpoints like yours and mine totally off the field of play. Soros has invested over $32 billion in these anti-human, anti-America causes. Many people on our side can't afford to donate even 25 bucks, let alone $32 billion, and that's just from one guy. Think of the countless other deep state mafiosos who are playing the same game and all for their benefit and all to your detriment. If you have to pay four, five, or six times more for so-called green energy than for earth fuels, then who does that benefit? The deep state mafia bosses, and it destroys all of us. But they're totally okay with that. A world subjugated on its knees is a world where they can do as they please. The global mafia doesn't care about you or me or our families at all. In fact, they detest us. If they cared about Africans, for example, why don't they insist on helping them get affordable energy to simply power air conditioners instead of sweltering in deadly heat? It's a serious cause of death there. But is Bill Gates supporting affordable energy for these poverty-stricken people? Of course not. Bill Gates' overriding concern is Bill Gates. 
these climate Nazis' focus is entirely bogus. They will actually tell you with a straight face that if we can just lower global temperatures by just one degree, that is worth almost any cost. Even if that means putting the masses, including you, me, and our families, in extreme poverty for multiple generations, it's all worth it. If that makes any sense at all to you, then you're knucking futs, obviously. But that's how these climate Nazis are. And they're more common than you may imagine because of our mass indoctrination mills in government schools and our thoroughly corrupted so-called higher education. These climate clowns are everywhere, and they're dumber than the Three Stooges. But they're not funny. They are a serious threat, and we must take them very seriously and focus completely on defeating them entirely. That should be common sense. What is the major argument from these bought-off globalist science haters? The AAAS has millions of members and has been around since 1848. Just look at how long the AAAS has been around. By the way, what does that acronym sound like? AAAS, or triple A-S. Yeah, God is laughing at these ass clowns. Also, the AGU claims 50,000 members in 137 countries, and they've been around since 1919. Whoa, that's impressive. And so on and so on. So this bandwagon argument is their best argument, they tell us. But if the bought-off several hundred experts at the top of these once-respectable organizations are controlling all the downflow information to the rest of these so-called scientists, then how is that impressive? More important, how is that true? A bandwagon argument is a technical and actual fallacy. It's for persuading the simple-minded. But scientists aren't simple-minded, you say? Well... Look at all the dirty influence peddling money flowing into colleges for decades now. You think that doesn't make a profound difference in the bastardization of science over time? Of course it does. And what are the major goals of the Chicom donors, the Davos demon billionaire donors, and leftist-controlled corporate donors? To destroy free enterprise in America and globally. Remember, though, it does not matter if most people are full on board ideologically with this or not. Please remember, always follow the money. It's always about the money. Now, it's mostly about power over influence with those at the tip top of this global pyramid scam. But for the underlings, it's more about the money whether they are being bribed to make money or extorted to prevent them from losing money or losing their jobs, for example, if they refuse to go along with the gangster-controlled higher-ups in these very corrupt organizations. Here's the bottom line. Energy needs power. Power already exists in our current earth fuels of oil, coal, and natural gas. To take these fuels to power new energy sources like wind and solar is completely counter to what the entire green Nazi movement has been preaching. They're not demolishing earth fuels, rather they're promoting earth fuels, but in a different, prohibitively more costly, and definitely more stupid form. A form that hurts us rather than helps us. It's so stupid that it will fail. It will fail. 
But that's okay because those at the very top of all this corruption expect it to fail, not for them, but for us. They win, we lose. Green is expected to fail us, the forgotten men. Because when it fails, that will elevate China and destroy America. China wins, and then all the fascist globalists win, but we still lose. That's their plan anyway. This so-called need for green energy is all based on a fake manufactured crisis. Catastrophic global climate change is a rainbow and unicorns and demons fantasy made up to terrorize children and fools stuck in their childhoods. Government scams are flushing trillions of taxpayer dollars down the toilet on fake green scams to buy off lazy profit seekers and at the same time stifling massive benefits that would otherwise go to humanity, siphoning funds away from worthy causes while chasing after but never catching the climate boogeyman. Action steps. Number one, get organized. Get your life together. Don't become bitter from inaction. A rolling stone gathers no moss. Active citizens gather no life-debilitating rust. Rust never sleeps, so you shouldn't either. Not if you love America. Action step number two. If it's in your wheelhouse, please, please run for elective office. We need American heroes now more than ever before. People who put God before people and people before rotten, stupid, life-wasting ideas like the obvious fallacy of the badly misnamed green energy. You've been listening to No PC Allowed. I am Mac Iverson. We will meet again next week and every week.